from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Tuesday, September 11th. I'm Marco Werman. A quieter 9-11 anniversary here in the U.S., but in Yemen, a deadly reminder that al-Qaeda still threatens. Also, why Osama bin Laden's image as an anti-imperialist hero didn't last long. His aura, his image, faded years ago when it was obvious that he wasn't really getting anywhere. Plus, going home to Kosovo and showing off your American wheels. I didn't want to rent the car. I said, you know what, I'm going to bring my own car there. A real American muscle car with $12 a gallon gas here. PRI's The World is made possible in part by the Medtronic Foundation, celebrating 25 new global heroes, runners who didn't let a diagnosis of chronic disease end their run, at the Medtronic Twin Cities Marathon, October 6th. More at Medtronic.com. And by WGBH, producer of American Experience, filmmaker Rick Burns examines how the staggering death tolls of the Civil War altered the character and psyche of our nation forever. Don't miss Death and the Civil War, Tuesday, September 18th, on PBS. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Eleven years since al-Qaeda's 9-11 attacks, and more than a year after Osama bin Laden was killed, U.S. officials talk a lot about how the terrorist group is much diminished now. But today there's a reminder that al-Qaeda still poses a serious threat in some parts of the world. A powerful car bomb struck the motorcade of Yemen's defense minister in the capital, Sana'a. The bomb killed several people, but the minister escaped unharmed. There was no immediate claim of responsibility for the blast, but al-Qaeda's Yemeni branch has carried out several failed assassination attempts against the minister before. The bombing comes a day after Yemeni authorities announced the death of the number two leader of al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula. Freelance journalist Iona Craig is in Sana'a. Ayana, you were at the bomb scene earlier today. What did you see? It was a scene of chaos, really, when I first arrived. There was still smoke filling into the sky. The fire department were there, but there were four vehicles that had been destroyed, two shops that had been burnt out, and the sidewalk was littered with body parts, and even some parts of, of, of bodies that had been thrown in the blast had, had landed in a nearby tree. Uh, and there were very chaotic scenes there with a very large crowd that had gathered and uh, a lot of very nervous soldiers. Is this attack seen as retaliation for the death of al-Qaeda's number two in Yemen? I mean, what, what was the motivation here? It is quite possible. The Ministry of Defense has been targeted by the al-Qaeda militants in the past. Uh, most notably on, on May 21st here in Sana'a, there was a huge suicide bombing that killed nearly 100 soldiers at a military parade practice where the Minister of Defense was attending. Again, he managed to walk away from that attack. And that was in retaliation to a military offensive that had been carried out by Yemen's military in southern Yemen to push al-Qaeda's insurgent wing out of southern towns. So it is possible that this attack today is in reaction to this killing that supposedly happened. This still hasn't been confirmed yet that al-Qaeda's number two has in fact been killed. We normally wait to hear for confirmation from al-Qaeda themselves. Right, understood. Now, uh, al-Qaeda took advantage of the political vacuum in Yemen uh, during unrest last year. How big of a threat is al-Qaeda in Yemen? How much of the country do they actually control? 
Not so much now. Last year they did. They took over at least five pounds in southern Yemen. They declared an Islamic emirate, and they were literally governing, particularly one town. But after this military offensive that began in May, they were then able to, in some cases, negotiate a withdrawal. Iona, I want to ask you this. Eleven years after 9-11, with the continuing presence of al-Qaeda in Yemen and uh, the uh, U.S. drone strikes, has all of that translated into anti-Americanism for the average Yemeni? The main reason any anti-Americanism has grown, and it has here really in the last year, is a direct result of the drone strikes. These were brought in again in Yemen in May last year after a year-long break, and we've really seen a sort of surge in them this year, certainly. And this has generally caused a lot of resentment from not only necessarily the areas that have been targeted, but from the population as a whole. And this has definitely kind of made a lot of people very resentful of what the Americans...